Okay, so I'm recording this portion of the podcast last. You're hearing it first because I did have some questions from some new players about this particular course, and I wanted to go over some of the things again for you. Now, I kind of I kind of recorded this podcast in a couple of different sections, so I apologize in advance. Some of this stuff is going to be repeated in about 15 minutes, but I think it I think it 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 it, it helps to um uh, especially for the new folks, because sometimes I assume that it's going to be the same 15, 20, 25 people. Uh, there's some people that are going to be brand new. So, okay, the ball leaves the course. It is out of bounds. And for this course, it's pretty simple. It's touching green. It's in bounds. It's off the green. It's out of bounds. This comes into play um, really uh, a lot, I guess. I could have came up with a better word than that on hole 10 where there is a, uh, a section of the track that is missing the edge on purpose, I believe. Uh, and if your ball exits that section and leaves all green, you are out of bounds. Uh, let's, let's go from 10 to 12. 12 is the sand trap hole. There's a penalty for going in the sand trap. You pull the ball out. You do, it's not out of bounds. Okay. It's very similar to a water trap in that, in that you put it up on, um, where it entered the sand trap six inches away and you hit your uh, third shot. In, in, in this case, if your tee shot goes out of bounds. Hole number 15, we play the hole on the left. This is the most difficult hole on the course. We play the hole on the left. Hole 14, the bear claw, you can play any of the three holes. And then, Hole number five, there's two holes on that uh, track. We do not play the zero hole, okay? Just ignore it, okay? There's the hole up on the hill to the right. That hole can be ignored. Our hole is the one down the hill to the left. If your ball accidentally goes into the zero cup, if you will, you place it right next to it and and there's no penalty. You're hitting your second shot. You're not out of bounds. There's no penalty. Okay. Um, what else am I missing here? Um, I believe that... It, oh, no. Lastly, hole 18. It's either an ace or it's a two. If you hitch, if you sink your the shot, it's a one. It's an ace. Congratulations. Anything else... Literally anything else is a two. There's nothing you can do that wouldn't not be a two. You could you could hit the ball backwards. You could you could hit it into Wisconsin. It, it doesn't matter. It's a one. It's an ace or it's a two. Okay. So again, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to post this at the top of the podcast. Um, th- this is a fun episode. I'm excited for you to listen to it, and I'm excited to see you on Saturday. Welcome in, everyone, to the Puttcraft Podcast. My name is Reed Nelson. We will be at the Golf Zone in Chaska, Minnesota, this Saturday, November 19th at 11 a.m. Register now over at puttcraft.com. Again, this Saturday, November 19th, 11 a.m. at the Golf Zone in Chaska, our fourth event there. We're going to be talking a lot of Golf Zone today. 
You may have seen it by now. If not, head on over to our Instagram page. Check out both the Sean Brown Super Round in addition to the Fields Super Round. This is the first time we ever did a Field Super Round for a course. What is a Super Round, you may ask? Hey, Reed, I'm new here. What's a Super Round? Well, a Super Round is your best score on each individual hole at a specific course. Okay, so if you played a course three different times, and uh, so you played each hole six times, because we played it twice per tournament, the best score on each hole that you had is your super round score. For example, so if you went uh, three, 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 ace for hole one, your super round score for whole round uh, for for whole one is an ace. Okay, so we had a lot of fun doing this. Um, Sean Brown has won all three events at the Golf Zone. The first one last December 2021, uh, then January 29th, and then again in April, our first event of the league year. We'll start with that one. That was a field of about. 15, Sean Brown won that by one stroke over Matt Rolstead uh, with a 16 under par 68. He set the course record that day as well with a 33. This is going to be a very Sean Brown centric podcast (laughs) just because his dominance at this course has been so apparent, if you will. So April 22nd, there was actually 14 uh, players participating that day. Sean Brown with a 33, his his best uh, score, or the best, the course record at the Golf Zone, uh, and a 68. Um, Matt Rolstead was with him till the end, uh, if you remember, um, gave, uh, gave back a shot on hole 17 and then, uh, aced 18, but it didn't matter, of course, at that point. For those of you that are not familiar, 18 is either an ace or a two. If you ace it, it's a one. If you don't ace it, it's, it's an automatic two. Uh, and, and you'll kind of see why when you, when you tour the course, uh, on Saturday morning. So, uh, that was the most recent event at the Golf Zone. The one previous to that, January 29th, we actually had 22 players participate. Sean Brown won that event as well with a 12 under 72, two strokes up on Matt Rolstead. And in fact, let me go back and read off the top fives uh, for each of these. I'm going to start on April 22nd's. So the last event, Sean Brown, 16 under, Matt Rolstead, 15 under, Dan Wesley, 11 under, Joel Brown, 9 under, Sean Anderson, 9 under. That is your top five. The January 29th event, Sean Brown, 12 under, Matt Rolstead, 10 under, Anthony Dunkel, 9 under, Brady Storhoff, 8 under, Josh Benish, 6 under. Then we go all the way back to December 4th. Almost a year ago now, our first event at the Golf Zone, we had 27 players participate in this event. Sean Brown won that event again, 14 under par. Anthony Dunklin, second place at 8 under par. Joel Holm, tied for second at 8 under par. Fourth place, Corey Stormer at 6 under par. And then in fifth place, Matt Rolstead at 5 under par. 
those are the three events that we have played so far at the Golf Zone in Chaska. Here's what I'm going to be very, very, very curious about. A couple of you would call this course your home course. You know who you are. And this is now our fourth trip to this course. And several of you have played other tournaments at this course as well. So will we see a round better than 33, which is Sean Brown's current record? And I tend to think that we probably won't. 33 is a great score on this round. Score on this course. Excuse me. It's very late. I'm recording this podcast very late at night. And, uh, and you know, this is our first trip out here. Uh, again, we're, we're going to try to get three trips into the golf zone this winter. This is our first one. I expect records to fall in the second and third one. Let's talk super rounds. Okay. So I have both Sean Brown super round and the fields super round. Okay. Now, you know, I'm not the best at navigating holes. So if you want, you can always go to puttcraft.com, click on courses and click on the golf zone, and you'll be able to see which hole is which. Um, ones and twos all around. There are no threes on Sean Brown's super round, and there is no threes on the field's super, super round. Now, keep one thing in mind. The field, in this case, does not include Sean Brown. Okay. There is, I think, one situation, maybe not six, seven. No, there is not. I, when I when I started calculating this, there was one time where I had to actually take Sean's score out of the field score because I was like, oh, Sean has the best score here. He's the only one who has an ace here. Uh, that doesn't count. So um, a lot of ones for Sean. He aces one, two, six. 14, 16, 17, and 18, and has twos on the rest of them. For those of you scoring at home, that is, excuse me, he has seven aces, 16, 17, 18, 14, 1, 2, and 6. Seven aces for Sean Brown, the rest twos. The field has all ones except for three holes, three, seven, and nine. and. Sean didn't ace those holes either. So let's 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 take a look at three. <laughs> Are these holes aceable? Is the question. <laughs> uh maybe. Three is the uh twist and shout, I believe they call it. Yep, that's what it looks like. It was the hole where uh they're 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 sort of that ridge. That, I mean, I guess technically you, uh, we're not going into that, never mind. Uh, you play it around a rock. It, it, it is possible to ace this hole, but like 10 at the Midwest Golf Dome, um, it is highly, highly, highly unlikely. Uh, th th there'd have to be some extreme luck. And the problem with the luck element on this hole is that if you hit the ball too hard, you're going OB. There, there is potential OB factor here. So it just, it's just not one of those holes where you're going to ace. I suppose if you're, you know, if you had a really rough first 18 and you're like, Hey, I want to see if I can get the first ace on hole three here at golf zone. Maybe you go for it, but, um, even, even then it's going to be difficult. Okay. Hole seven has not been aced yet. That is, oh, that can't be right. Hmm little on-air production meeting. 
Hole 7, while I'm navigating this, I'm just going to take a quick peek at the stats because I know that if I get got this wrong, you will let me know. Hole 7 is the, I, I don't know if you call it the golfer hole, where there's five hole uh, holes up top. Most of you skip right through it and you go right down. Um, and, and it kind of, uh, you know, you just want to get it down on that lower level. That is Hole 7. Nothing there. Sorry, this will be this will be relatively quick, uh, just because I can't believe that this hole has not been aced yet. That is bizarre. Not on that one. And let's check out the last one. Yeah, not on that one either. Okay, interesting. Well. I expect there to be an ace on hole seven at some point. Keep in mind, none of you really play those high gopher holes or, or, or uh, again, I, I don't, I don't know the terminology as well as I should, but the holes where you hit the ball in and then it, it, it drops it down the lower level because you really don't need to, uh, you know, the bounce plays it, uh, you know, off that back wall for a, a relatively easy two. In fact, the second time around that we played this course, the, the average score was a 2.9 on this one. Okay, so that's the second hole that's never been aced. The third hole that's never been aced is hole nine. And this is the snail. Is it possible to ace this hole? Again, a very high likelihood of going out of bounds, and you aren't able to skip over the top of the rocks. So I would say no. I would say that I don't expect this hole to be aced. I do think there's maybe a slightly higher likelihood than three, but not by much. And again, seven, I do expect there to be um, an ace at some point. For the field, every other hole is an ace. One, two, four, five, six. We'll get back to that in a bit. Eight. We'll get back to that in a bit. Uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. All ones. So Sean Brown's super round is a 29. Okay, keep in mind the course record is a 33. And the field's super round is a 21. Now, here to me is what's very interesting. Hole six has been... Actually, let's start with hole eight. Hole eight's only been aced one time. <coughs> Excuse me. And it wasn't by Sean Brown. It was by Matt Langer. Okay. And that's the slider. So that sharp dog leg left. Again, another hole that I would suspect us to see more aces uh, in, in, in the future. And then the other one. Now, Sean Brown did have this hole aced, uh, but Brady Storhoff also had this store a uh, hole aced. If not for Brady Storhoff on six and Matt Langer on eight, the field super round would actually be a 23 as opposed to the 21 that it is right now. Six is just the long, slight dogleg right. Again, very, very, very surprising to me that that hole um, hasn't been aced uh, more than once. Again, it's late. It's possible I missed one of these. Uh, and, and technically, it has been aced more than once. It's been aced twice. The other person was Sean Brown. Um, so I, again, I, I apologize if, if I messed this up. Um, I just felt like recording this late. So 
Um, just giving it a quick peek again. Yeah, Matt and Matt and Brady. So, um, what do we expect to see this weekend? A couple things. There, I, <clears throat> I pressed on the rookie of the year enough <laughs> to, to get some folks' attention, including one Joel Brown. Joel Brown will be in attendance this weekend. And um, as mentioned in, in last week's podcast and, 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 and on Instagram all week long, uh, Joel, Joel Brown has a, has a stranglehold on the Rookie of the Year race right now. And really all he needs to do at this point to lock it in is to show up. Does that guarantee? No. But it's, it's, it's right there at the edge. So um, I, I expect a healthy field. Uh, again, a Saturday event. We've done well with Saturday events in the past. Um, an 11 o'clock start time as well, I think will be interesting. I, th- I think it'll be uh, a, a good time for a lot of people. Um, our, our other events at the Gulf Zone have been later in the day. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, the turnout we get at 11. A couple of things for those uh, of you who have not been out to the Gulf Zone yet. We don't play it exactly as, well, let's put it this way. On hole five, there are two holes. And if you read the signs, it's going to be a bit misleading. We don't play. Okay, so Gulf Zone has a hole where if you ace it on that hole, it's a zero. Uh, so it, it, it doesn't count as any score. So we don't, we just ignore that hole. Um, it, there, there's two of them. Your group will be able to point out to you which one we play. Um, and... I will also point it out before the start of the event. So one of those holes is hole five. I believe there is a second one. Let me see here. Okay, the bear claw. Oh yeah, and we uh, hole fifteen. Everyone's favorite. Uh, hole on the left. Hole on the left is where you want to go for now. Couple of quick tips and strategies for this course. Uh, you wanna fifteen is what trips most people up. I believe it, it's it's the highest handicap co- uh, hole on the course. It's a really 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 tricky shot. It's really difficult. So I would definitely get uh, give give that a try uh, when you go out and play the course before we start. Fourteen, the bear claw. You can play any of the three holes. Okay. Um, 17, you know, it's one of those things where if you want to be aggressive, go for it. If not, you know, play around it. It's pretty easy too if you play around it. Okay. Uh, again, we mentioned 18 is an ace or a two. Hole number 10, uh, Instagram's favorite hole. We get a lot of great shots on that one. There's OB right. You can see there's a, there's that rock ledge breaks away down there to the right. I set up those rocks to be pretty player friendly. The only way, if, if, if your ball is touching green, you are not OB. If your ball is touching green, you are not OB. Your ball has to have completely left the course, left the green. All right, hole 12, there is sand behind the hole, um, which is penalized. Uh, it is not out of bounds. You can bring it right out and, and drop it right in front of the sand. 
Uh, but you do get a one-stroke penalty for that. Again, 15, play, play the hole on the left. And I thought there was one other hole that had two. Oh, yeah, it was 15 and it was six. Five, 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 five. Par 42, uh, really, really, really great course. Get out there. You can you can play a, play a uh, you know, they'll let you warm up. Let's put it that way. Um, the driving ranges will be busy on, uh, might be, I think it might be a little chilly on Saturday. So, uh, they have a bar, they have food. Um, it's, it's, it's a really, really, really great course. Uh, and, and, and of course I will definitely play, um, uh, multiple times. All right, let's talk player rankings, the top 10 coming out of our last event at the Loon's Nest. As for the player rankings, just a minor change in the player rankings from the last time we discussed the player rankings. Nobody has entered the top 10. Um, Dan Radke, Eric Aselius, both considered, but still only one uh, uh, event is just just not quite enough to be considered at at this point for the top ten, um, but uh, bo- I, I expect to see both of them this weekend at the Golf Zone Open. So anything can happen there. Okay, the new number ten uh, falling one spot from uh, nine is Brady Storhoff. So he maintains uh, his player ranking streak. Um, it's been a while. I don't remember the last time Brady Soroff wasn't on the player rankings. Uh, the new number nine, uh, dropping one spot last week from number eight, or a month ago, I guess, is Dan Wesley. Um, the new number eight, dropping one spot from seven, is Josh Benish. Um, so that is just, just a minor change there. Josh was seven. Dan was eight. Brady was nine. They all drop one spot, uh, which makes way for Sean Anderson. Uh, your new number seven. I, 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 I want to say this is Sean's highest ranking. Um, he finished, um, in a tie for seventh place at the Loon's Nest Open at 11 under par, um, of a, a very strong showing from him, uh, 48, 49, 97 tied with Anthony Dunkel, um, Nicholas Isaacson, uh, again at six, he's another person who of, of course was, was considered for a top 10 ranking, but only his first event. So, um, uh, not quite yet. Okay. Uh, number six, uh, Matt Wyman stays there in the middle of his, uh, football season over at St. Thomas doing very well. Um, nationally ranked, I believe 19. I think I just saw, uh, Tom Loftus stays at number five. Joel Brown stays at number four. We will see Joel Brown this weekend. Very excited. Anthony Dunkel maintains his third rank spot, uh, which leaves the top two. And unfortunately, uh, not a lot of controversy to stir up this week. Uh, because as you all know, Sean Brown won the last event, um, uh, with a, with a comfortable five stroke lead. Um, and he, he won by nine strokes over Matt Rolstead. So, so really no consideration there. Of course, um, I'm, I'm given to Matt Rolstead in the number one spot. Um, and, uh, Sean Brown, of course, uh, ranked number one. So that is your updated player rankings for this week. Um, very excited for Saturday and you know what? We'll see you there. It's indoors. We don't even need to look at the weather. 
part of me wanted to pull up the weather, you know, give you a quick weather update, but you know what? Forget it. Doesn't matter. We're inside. So uh, we will see you on Saturday.